welcome to the Dr. Christian Heim podcast, where we're living for preventative mental health, love and compassion. I'm really happy you joined us today. And for those that don't know me, I'm Caroline Heim. And today we are continuing our series taken directly from the monthly live Q&As that Dr. Heim does on the iHealth radio channel in New York with the wonderful host, Hurricane H. Okay, so today we listened to a caller that had a shopping addiction that was causing her anxiety. Now, I do have to confess, I do love my shopping and it gives me a lot of pleasure, But where are the boundaries between shopping for pleasure and addiction? In this episode, Dr. Heim addresses this and also talks about other addictions and finishes off with how to actually optimize your pleasure, which is what we all want. Okay, so let's join the conversation. My name is Samantha. My biggest problem is shopping. I'm a shopaholic. I go crazy and buy a lot of stuff, whether I need things or not. Uh, Then when I get home, I get stressed and question if that was all necessary. Then I really get upset. Now that we are on the holiday season, I have anxiety. What is my diagnosis and how can I control this urge? Okay. Okay. So that's right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. It was just, it's, no, 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 that's I, I think I have some of that too, but <laughs> yeah, well, well it, we, we all have some of that. Okay. And all of us that are connected to the internet are all battling this same sort of thing. And it actually relates back to something that we had in the soccer discussion. And that is to connect pleasure with purpose, all right? And the thing is that uh, the brain loves pleasure and we all do, but if we have excessive pleasure, it actually leads to pain. And the, the example of this is actually the people who end up being addicted to uh, recreational drugs, gotta remember they went for pleasure first. What they wanted was pleasure. They didn't want an addiction. But what happens is dopamine gets so driven in the brain Uh, that uh, the brain sort of uh, changes its response to dopamine so that an addiction results. So somebody who wants to go out shopping and have a good time, I know it sounds silly, but just like the World Cup, you've got to plan your strategies to get the ball into the back of the net on the other side. If before you go shopping, you plan how much you want to spend and how much time you're going to allow yourself, you will actually feel good you'll get that optimum pleasure when you stay within your own boundaries, okay? So you give yourself the pleasure, but you stay within that pleasure boundary because more is not better. It's, it's just like ice cream hurricane. You know, we may like one ice cream, we may like two, but if you're having 10 or 12 ice creams at a time, you'll be spending the rest of the time close to a toilet so you can throw it all up again, right? The pleasure <laughs> value goes down really steeply. So if you plan to have two or three ice creams, you make sure you stick to your two or three ice creams and really enjoy them rather than going overboard. So to somebody like Sam who gets angry with herself afterwards, the idea is to plan your shopping excursions, which is not fun. And I agree, it's not fun, but you will have more fun on the day. But doctor, it is. So, I mean, being a shopaholic is an addiction. I mean, Oh, it is an addiction. Most definitely is. So, yes. so it's really, you, you gotta, you gotta control it. I mean, and now is there like, literally, is there anything that from, from a psychiatry, uh, like a treatment or something for some people that may just be experiencing the same thing? Cause I mean, you could, you could lose money. You can, you know, sometimes it's just yes. stressful and, and it can affect your, 
finances and everything. Oh yeah. Uh, just like buying drugs. Right. And, uh, exactly you know, like buying drugs. and so, so, I mean, do you see like any, any of that in the practice? I mean, like people that really see, cause with, we know that people seek help when they have alcoholism, you know, they have, you know, drug you know, addiction and maybe some yes. other things, but uh, is there such a thing as clients who might be actually, you know, really uh, shopaholic? That actually... Oh, most definitely, most definitely, you know, be, uh, because uh, the only thing about something like uh, social media addiction or shopping addiction is that it's, um, it's accepted in society. And, uh, and we joke about it. You and I have been joking that we've all got a bit of that because that's true. But in the brain, it actually works the same as a cocaine addiction and amphetamine addiction or an alcohol addiction, right? And it's just that somebody who has an amphetamine addiction who can't live because of that addiction will do something about it. And the thing about a shopping addiction is we can still get by on life and think, oh, this is normal. I've just got to sort of stop all of this, right? So the key to any addiction is firstly, find something more worthwhile than the addiction. Okay, so if you find something in life that's really worthwhile, you keep on track with that and you make sure that your addiction does not get in the way of anything that you find worthwhile. So things that are worthwhile are things like the people around you, right? Uh, having purpose in your career, uh, having love with the people around you or finding meaning in your life. And so you don't want shopping or any other addiction to get in the way of that. And then there's actually a technique, and this is where the hard work comes in. You've got to delay gratification, okay? Now, what that means is you've got to put off feeling good now so that you feel good tomorrow. So uh, in shopping, you've got to ask yourself, how will I feel about what I'm doing today in a week? Will I regret it? Will I wish I had more money? Will I get angry with myself? And then you say to yourself, okay, so how much can I spend? What am I going to buy? How much time am I going to put into this so that I feel good tonight, but I also feel good next week? Because if you're the sort of person who wants to optimize pleasure in your life, then you've got to optimize pleasure for next week as well. So you want to feel good about yourself next week as well as tonight. And so that becomes a technique that you can use for absolutely any addiction. If you are inclined to drink a bit too much, you sort of say, okay, what's, how much can I drink tonight and make sure that I feel good tomorrow, okay? Uh, same with smoking, any other addiction, gambling, sex, anything. What will make me feel good tonight but still feel good about myself next week? That way, if you have purpose in your life and pleasure and you can link the two, then as we said in the soccer, you've got a winning combination for your brain. You're on your track for your purpose, but you've got your pleasure too. And that feels great. Well, now you know that shopping gives everyone a lot of pleasure and certainly me, but it, you know, it just doesn't seem to last. And I am certainly going to work on holding on to those long-term pleasures. If you like these podcasts, please subscribe, spread the word and recommend them to others. I'm really looking forward to your company next time. See you then.